This is Brandy and Justin, and we're the hosts of Passionate Conversations on a Casual Level. We're a millennial married couple having organic conversations with each other and our guests about all things life, business, and the future. Welcome back to our show, everyone. Welcome back. It feels like it's been an eternity. (laughs) (laughs) It has, right? (laughs) Yeah. What was supposed to be spring break is kind of an adventure. It, yeah, it has. And this just reminds me of our very first episode that we recorded. We were just like a little rusty, like, all right, how do we get back into this? You know, like the energy? A little bit. A little. A little. Yeah. I think I know what you mean. I hope, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, spring break, you know, I think it was fun and challenging at the same time. Um, we actually took a, a quick little trip up to see my family and Sacramento, Roseville, uh, to be specific. And, and that was, it was fun. I mean, it was, it was good to see everyone. I think um, when we first moved over here, we would go back there probably every two months because I miss my family so much. And right. Because you don't have any, no, I don't have any family here in in LA other than your family, of course. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so we always made an em- or put an emphasis on getting back there often. And luckily, you know, fortunately, p- business has picked up and, and things have been going good. But the, the opposite side of that is, you know, it, it's not as easy just to and of course, having the kids, it's not as easy to just pick up and go. Um, right. So- and the reason that we decided to, to do that was Lily's on spring break from school. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'd be off and last year with the holidays, um, you know, like you were just saying, business picked up and it was just so crazy. We weren't able to get over there. Right. And so I think one of the things that you kind of, um, mentioned was that you really wanted to make an effort to visit throughout the year. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be the holidays. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we were able to. To take advantage of the time and even though you know there were some hurdles <laughs> <laughs> hurdles yeah hurdles and turtles no <laughs> yes uh yeah our, our son is right at the point if you if you have a a, a child you know that uh, or if you even use formula or breast milk i'm not sure exactly if it's the same but well if there's any switch from you know either formula or breast milk to introducing cow's milk milk, there's a transition period of your child possibly getting constipated yeah and we experienced it with lily seemed only like a couple of days it seemed like yeah one or two you know hard pushes and it was over right and this (laughs) was like it yeah, just it was about a week dragging on yeah poor guy It, it was yeah i mean if you're you know a parent out there like the hardest thing is just to be kind of helpless around your child like all yeah. you can do is comfort them like yeah try to do all the things to make it you know easy but <laughs> in this case there's ain't shit you can do about it, you know <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah so but yeah I mean, other than that i mean we got got a chance actually to go to nevada my dad moved to dayton nevada which is like this super rural you know town in nevada and it's like high desert um so a lot of like nature around honestly there's there's mountains wild horses yeah it's i think nevada is i think they're the only state 
in the U.S. that has wild horses still. Yeah, I, that was surprising to me. I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, like everywhere. You see herds of wild horses. Yeah. Like, that was cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool to, yeah. to get out there and, and see. Very nice. Yeah, change your uh, pace a little bit. Views of the mountains and um, yeah, yeah, it was good. So, but needless to say, by the time we got back home and, you know, I think while we were there, the time change happened and this it did. This time change, I don't know, this one seems like it hit harder than all the rest. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I am, I mean, I'm sure everyone talks about this, but I'm, I'm over the time change. It's, it's a ball buster. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think I haven't heard one person say they're happy. Yeah. About the time change. No, I think it's going to tie into today's topic uh, quite a bit. Uh, you know, because we will be talking a little bit about our kind of our routines, you know, our morning routines and just different routines. Because as we're a whole. trying to get back into it. You yeah. Know? So we figured, why not have a show? Yes. Hold <laughs> us accountable. Yeah. And also, I mean, I know when I, um, you know, hear other people talk about their routines, like I get ideas and, you know, um, I think it's. It's good to talk about the importance of establishing um, whatever routine that looks like. You know, it's all different and, and the consistency of it. Yeah. Um, is really important. So, yeah, this is going to help get our asses back in gear. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know why. Why the hell do we do daylight savings time? Yeah, that's a good question. I, from what I looked up, there's all kinds of different answers. Um and the one like a common theme that I kept saying was that um, basically during World War One, um, the U.S. started it as an energy conservation trick, basically um, huh? to save energy. <laughs> what people like turn their lights out earlier? Yeah. And okay. it became a national standard in 1960. Um, but I yeah, I mean, if people look on the Internet, like there's so many reasons possible yeah. reasons like i can't really say i think the one i hear the most is like farmers needed extra light or i, I don't know it doesn't make sense because why wouldn't farmers just not want daylight savings to have more light year-round i have no idea i don't know but these, these farmers um... they gotta get their act together <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm just like anyone out there like feel the time change has shifted like your level of productivity like it has for us well i I will say this week we've been on it. It, it was since we've been back. Yeah, yeah. it was super tough um, to kind of kick the kick the habit, you know, because we're just our bodies are on that schedule of getting up at a certain time and to get back into it, you know. I mean, we we'll get into my routine, but waking up at like four thirty or five in the morning and then losing that hour. So now I like right we we have to adjust our natural sleep pattern because like, you know, when it's not daylight savings, like our body just naturally starts adjusting. Right. Yeah. And so now we have to force our bodies like, okay, we know that you're getting tired, but now we have to force ourselves to right. readjust to a new sleep pattern. Um, we have to take extra time to help our kids adjust to their schedules Yeah, and their, um, Obviously, school hours stay the same. Like, everything stays the same. Right. It's just like, hey, fuck you. Right. Go ahead and take this. 
Yeah. And then of course, yeah, it just kind of snowballs into the level of, you know, productivity we have. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm curious in a perfect world, what does your morning look like? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> in a perfect world. Um, well, I think, I think I've actually, since moving to this house and getting, you know, the gym built in the garage, that has been like a, a game changer for me. Um, you know, I think getting to the gym was always in the morning because, you know, we're just so busy. It's like the only time that makes sense for me to go to the gym is either really early in the morning or really, really late, late at night. And the late at night is just like, I'm out of energy. Yeah. There's not enough willpower. So I, my goal is always to get up by four thirty or five o'clock and get out to the garage. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you actually had this done pretty much right away when we moved here. Yeah. Like during was, pandemic time. Yeah. I think, I think it just happened that way. Uh, I knew I always wanted a home gym, but obviously the pandemic, the gym was shut the down. Gym, yeah. Our memberships were frozen. Yeah. Like, yeah I don't think I, us to... like, I didn't outside of like playing a couple sports like tennis or yeah. basketball. I don't think I worked out physically and I've somebody that I think I've been working out since the sixth grade. Like it's right. Definitely something your body it craves. craves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people can relate to that you know, going to the gym, having their membership being suspended. Right. And uh, it's, yeah, you got to figure out like, okay, how, how can I still make this work? Yeah. So I'm glad that you were able to get your home gym. Yeah. And the plan was that I was going to join you in the home gym. <laughs> oh, was that the plan? <laughs> well, I think I told you about it, I'm but I kidding. was hoping that I could also use it. But I think I'm just not, I don't know, like, I'm not one that actually likes to go into a gym anyway. Like, I don't like to. I promise I won't be staring at you in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, I don't want to go into a gym because I feel eyes on me. Like, not not in that way, but you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like, I just want to work out in peace. Yeah, of course. You know? Um, so I thought that I could use this. And I think I did join you a couple of times, but yeah, it's just different vibes it's different I, vibes I don't know I for think me. if you put your mind to it you could do it pretty easily but that's just my opinion okay so anyways back to my routine here <laughs> sorry I'm hijacking your routine yeah come on now <laughs> so getting up you know 4 30 or 5 is absolutely key um and like I said just cutting down that time from I think at our old place it would take me only five minutes to drive to the gym but let's face it, that's stepping out of my room, you know, getting dressed, same as here, but then getting in a car, driving, getting to the gym, getting out of the car. I mean, these are all just like, parking. they're just mental steps. And when your mind is tired and kind of like not too determined, right. the more steps you can remove, you know, the more likely you are to actually get there on time and get your workout, your full workout in. So right. um, for sure, timing, getting up, and getting my ass out to the gym is number one. Um, and then, yeah, having a routine in mind. Um, you know, one of my good friends, Adrian, is a trainer and kind of has put a program together for me. Um, so I, I already know before I get out there what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I think that's key to 
being productive out there, you know, I, I only have about an hour to hour and 15 to get this workout in. So, you know, knowing exactly what I'm going to be doing is, I mean, it's absolutely essential. Right. Because like you were just saying, those mental, yeah, mental moves, you know, that would be another mental move of mm -hmm. like, okay, I got to figure out my workout. Right. Right. And if you're, I mean, I've been working out my whole life and it's hard for me sometimes to be like, if I don't have it planned right. to just on the run, let me do this and this and this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it that just adds an extra layer of, right. Of, yeah. It's so, just like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I think for me, I, I actually read a book um, early in my career and it's called Eat That Frog. And oh, who's the author? Brian oh. Tracy. Okay. And this, this book always stuck with me. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just a very, very simple concept. And it's just doing the most difficult thing in the morning or, or before you do anything else in mm. the day. So taking your most difficult task and doing that first and the rest of everything else that you have to do throughout the day, it becomes simple in a right. sense. Right. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So you're, the, the expression, eat that frog, is like, yeah. hey, it's a frog. You got to eat it. But if you're going to start with a frog, the rest is going to taste really good. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, so I remember when getting into like cold calling um, in the office, I used to have this mental hurdle about doing it, but I, I needed to do it to be productive. So I, I always thought like, wow, this is my toughest thing to do. But as that, as that kind of muscle started to get warmed up and knowing like I have to do this anyway, I started to realize, well, working out is actually the hardest thing. Physically, it's the hardest thing for sure. Getting up mentally is the hardest right. thing. So, um, so yeah, I've, I've had that in my mind. A good workout in the morning is always going to be the best thing for me to start my day. And, you know, during workout, it's, it's like I get into like a flow state. Um, I like to get in the garage you know, it sometimes have music. Yeah. Sometimes I put on a, a video, like a investing video or a real estate video, something that kind of gets me warmed up for the day. Yeah, it gets your your mind stimulated. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in the right headspace. In the right headspace. Yeah. Um, and just let it flow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that you said um, that once you get that muscle going, as far as when you started cold calling, like. Mm -hmm. Because that is still another muscle that you're working, mm -hmm. maybe not physically, right, but right. Um, just Some with anything. Metaphor. Yeah, like um, for me, writing. Like if I just like stop writing, I'm going to lose those creative juices. And once I start writing again, it's like a, another muscle that I'm continuing to yeah. work. So, yeah, I feel like um, I agree with yeah. working out and the good thing about the muscles though and that and that sense too is once you start and you've gotten to a certain point when you get back to it like it, it may feel like mentally like oh it's going to be so tough to get back to that level but okay. you never really lose that level that you've gone up to um it's just a matter of a couple of days of consistency and then you you should be right back to where you were you yeah. know so that's the cool thing about life and about skills is you know you get to con continue to acquire them and, and uh, develop them over your entire life. Right. I agree. And for me, I can relate because it was, I felt that um, mental block, like procrastination mm -hmm. almost of like, I would 
go to sleep saying that I want to wake up in the morning. And then for whatever reason, I just wasn't. Yeah. And um, this week when we got back, I think you and I both just like made a commitment like, all right, we're going to do this. Determined. We're Yeah, determined. Um, and then once after a couple of days of getting up, I started to feel really good. And like you were just saying, it just comes back. Like, oh, yeah. this is why I love this so much. Yeah, like, of course. Now I, I actually like want to do it. Because I, I, it's like I almost forgot how good it feels. Yeah. Um. And so for me, similar to you, I like to get up before everyone else. I feel like is up. Like especially mm-hmm. here in the house, like the kids are still sleeping. Um. So I like to get up at like four thirty. It's ideal. Yeah. But usually that's just my alarm going off, and then by the time I actually get out of bed, it's closer to five. Yeah. Um. I like to enjoy and make my coffee um and you know at the end of the day like we still have to make sure we got things ready so like i make little lily's snacks for school and get her backpack ready um and then i use the remainder of my time before i have to you have to wake lily up at 6 30 yeah um to get ready for school but i use that time to meditate for like 10 minutes um and then i journal do you do like guided meditations? Or... I do. Okay. I do guided meditations. What's the alternative? <sighs> to sit in complete silence. Oof. Yes. Yeah. Which is actually something that I would like to try. And I've heard someone say how beneficial it is to meditate on nothing. Because that's the goal. <laughs> For you not to think about anything. Yeah. Um, but there, I, there are also benefits on guided meditations because... It can be on calmness. It can be on stress relief. It can be on something that you're actually working on. And it and it really just like gets into your subconscious and you can work on that throughout the day. But um, what I heard was like in the Buddhist traditions, they literally meditate on nothing every day. Um, yeah, that's I mean. And that is actually, it sounds really hard, but it actually sounds <laughs> like something I'd like to try um, because... Yeah, it's like something hard and yeah, I want to do challenging. it. It's challenging. Um, and there's also something to say about why do you, why is, why is there always something there feeding your, you know, like not relying on something? Mm-hmm. It's almost like a crutch. Yeah. But um, yeah, I so meditating and then I journal and I like to switch up my journals. Like um, I just started this new journal. Um, if anybody knows Rachel Hollis. She is um, an author and um, she also has a podcast and she's really into personal uh, growth and development. And she has a journal called Start Today Journal, which essentially can be done by anybody. You don't have to get this journal. Um, But the way it's designed is you basically write the 10. uh, So you see yourself in 10 years you write the 10 dreams you have for yourself and basically one goal that's going to get you to that ideal version of yourself the fastest. And you write this every single day along with some things that you're grateful for. Um, I really like that. Yeah. So it's just supposed to remind you of who you want to be. Yeah. Every think, single day. I think I the first person that um, kind of introduced that idea of you become what you think about is earl nightingale i've probably mentioned Mm -hmm. him before on our podcast he's just like my favorite guy and um Mm -hmm. there's i i've mentioned this before acres of diamonds um and 
that's the YouTube video, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but there's, there's also a couple other great things, but he just preaches over and over that, you know, if you're wanting to do something or if your focus is to do something, a specific goal, like think about it every single day with purpose, right. write about it, you know, brainstorm about it. And really it's, you don't have a choice. It's going to come true if you just do this long enough. Right, right. And one of the quotes that I really love from him is um, success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. Yeah. So that really hits home for me with this journal because it starts off with brainstorming all your dreams and, you know, all these things. And then you have to narrow it down. And then it really doesn't, you know, um, come to fruition until you actually start setting a goal right. for it. So right. you can be dreaming all day long, but until you actually start having a goal in mind about it is when things start to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, exactly, exactly. And and setting that for yourself, for right. sure. Um, I think one of the things that, that always cracks me up about you is you're, <laughs> you're very, very flowy and you like change. And I do. I feel like I'm the exact opposite um, in, in a lot of ways in our routine because I could probably do the same morning routine the rest of my life and <laughs> yeah. I will be more than satisfied. I'll be thrilled. Um, <laughs> right. Whereas you are a little different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. It seems like you're like taking on something different uh, by way of your routine every maybe every month or so. Yeah, no, it definitely like you know the seasons change i feel like that's how i change some maybe a little quicker than that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i just go based off how i feel mm -hmm. um so like right now um for the people out out there listening um what we're doing in the morning after we drop after you drop lily off to school yeah. with our son camden is I go out for a walk for one hour mm -hmm. before you get started on your workday at nine. Um, and that helps me to get into a flow. And I have been really, really enjoying that. So as of right now, that's not changing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I do also want to up, up my physical game, you know. Well, if we back up a little bit, when yeah. you say like in a flow, I know what that means to me, kind of being in flow. What does that mean to you? Yeah, what that means to me is where I'm in tune, um, where I'm in tune with what I'm doing and I am enjoying what I'm doing. I'm being present and it's like I'm feeding off of the energy that I'm, I'm getting. So like when I'm walking, I'm getting, you know, I'm enjoying being outside, yeah. um, the nature. I have Niner, our dog with me um that i'm really like in the flow yeah. like literally there's nothing else on my mind um and yeah i mean for you what what gets yeah, you in the I'm, flow i'm jealous of that because <laughs> i the one thing that i i while i'm working out i do get in the flow but you know working out is like reps right so you do like 5 10 20 reps of something there's only so much time that you're actually doing the exercise yeah whereas for me, either playing the sports, tennis or basketball, where I'm just solely focused on, you know, playing, winning, um, that sort of thing. That's 
I haven't been able to do that since the pandemic. And I'm really, I've, I've something about me is I, I hit a wall where I'm just like, all right, I'm sick and tired of not doing this. And and in this case, basketball or tennis, you know, on a consistent basis that I'm going to be signing up just for the gym to simply go like once a week, once a week. Yeah. Yeah. And, And give that to myself because I, miss it dearly and you know every once in a while i'll get together with some friends and play flag football and i get to be in the flow and that's it's a happy place you're just there's nothing you know nothing else on your mind and you're just it's like you're a kid again you know yeah i remember you actually were on a like a for fun like a recreational kind of basketball team basketball team yeah and going to watch you and um yeah i mean like you're forced to just like be out there and it's like you're gonna say you're forced to go no i'm saying you're forced (laughs) to not think about anything else i'm sure because you're just so focused on absolutely um, winning the game winning the game yeah Yeah. and you love it so yeah yeah and one thing also too that i would love to start once a week um which i think it's kind of like a little gift we're giving to each other (laughs) (laughs) is um i'd like to do like a, a, a workout class like at a studio yeah. Like I want to try Pilates. I think I tried that once. And if anybody has tried Pilates and loves it, like, please let me know um, some tips because I tried it once and I was like, oh my God, this is hard. Like, <laughs> like this isn't for me. That might be the point. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, yeah, I want to go in with a different mindset. Just the same way that you have to build that muscle and- with a habit you know right i think a lot of things a lot of people stop things because the first experience was hard yeah but you know you go for two or three weeks and you look in the mirror you're gonna be like whoa right i like what's happening right now yeah exactly (laughs) what is this yes yes (laughs) um so yeah i think it'd be kind of fun to share some morning routines of successful people. Yeah, we were talking about this and you did a little research. So why don't you tell us about what you found? Yeah, so um, I actually heard this on a podcast that I was listening to. Um, This next person is Ken Honda. Um, He is considered the Zen millionaire. He's the author of Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. So I read this book last year and I loved it. So I definitely recommend this for anybody out there that has any certain emotions tied to money. It's a good one. It's a short read. It's easy. Um, It's just, it's amazing what he talks about as far as the exchange of money. It really is just like an energy exchange. Money is just a reward for the work that you're doing. When you see it that way, it's, yeah, it, it just creates a whole different mindset um, with it in general and abundance. Um, and so he has shared um, what he does, and he also surrounds himself with other happy millionaires living a healthy, a happy, healthy, and enriched life while also creating financial abundance. So he starts his morning at um, five in the morning with gratitude. So he does actually gratitude in advance of the fun things he has planned ahead of the day. So he'll list out all the things like the meetings, um, where he's going for the day and will like thank that think it's like almost as if it already happened and he's thanking them. That's interesting. Yeah. So he's very grateful for all the things he has planned for the day. 
And then he has like a mini shrine, almost like an altar, um, where he prays for one to two minutes. And this is more of like a thankful prayer. Um, he prays for the prosperity of his clients and his customers. He prays for his employees. And he's also sending like a thankful uh, message to his ancestors. Well, now I just feel like a selfish <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well, you should. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mr. Ken, <laughs> you set a high bar. <laughs> no, but isn't that beautiful? When hey, I heard that, I was just like, geez. wow, like. Just no wonder his freaking book is called Happy Money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, Happy he, man. Yeah. And he doesn't want any more. Like, he could be a billionaire. He doesn't want to be a billionaire. Like, yeah. he's totally content with what he's doing. And so that's what he does. And that's also some of the things that the people that he surrounds himself with do, too. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's different. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely like it's a mixture of of R2, I, I feel like um, the meditation portion and then like prosperity for for client. I mean, that's so cool because I mean, if we're talking about energy and thoughts of right. like things coming true, like praying for people and, and, you know, help asking for their success. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I really loved about it. Anybody could, you know. Yeah, but to take time out of your actual day to do that, that's like, yeah. Yeah. You're a good human being. For yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Who else we got here? So we have Oprah. I think Oprah. everybody knows Oprah. Yeah. So she walks her dogs in the morning and definitely involves appreciation in her routine. Um, so one thing that I read that she does is she actually has a deck. Um, there are 365 cards. So, so she'll pull one. Um, every single morning and it has some, you know, um, like a message of wisdom that she carries on through her day. And um, yeah, I think that that um, kind of pulling something new every day. Yeah. Something like what is the day going to bring me today? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. It's almost like a, a chance, like, you know, just. Oh, you yeah. know, what that reminded me of what? <laughs> in Monopoly when you get the chance oh, card. Oh, damn. <laughs> you want to play? Who hasn't played? Yeah, has anyone? I haven't freaking played Monopoly in forever. But like we when you get that chance get card, you're always like, yeah, I don't know about you, but I always feel like, oh, <laughs> yes, I have a chance. <laughs> yeah. So moving on uh, to Richard Branson, who is the Virgin Group airline founder. Mm, so he yeah. also likes to rise before the sun. He finds the quiet before the world logs on, gives him an opportunity to start each day with a fresh and organized slate. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like being up before the sun's up. I think mentioning that book again, Eat That Frog, it talks about CEOs. And I think it's like 90% of CEOs say that they get up at 5 a.m. or earlier, you know, before the sun's up. Uh, the, the perspective I have on that is we have so much time on this earth, only so much time. Right. And if you can get up an hour to two hours before everybody else, um, you know, every single day, imagine how much longer and more successful of a life potentially that you're living 
you know, not not to like make it a, a comparison, but like right. you're maximizing your life, you know, like right. sleep is great. It's amazing. But let's face it, like there's only so much you can get out of sleep. Yeah, it's why when you're awake is when you actually get stuff done and can, you know, feel that sense of calm and appreciation and all the things great in life. Absolutely. And, you know, even if you're not a morning person, and you want to get some more time awake at night. Because um, I know for me, I like to go to bed early so that I can wake up early. Yeah. But if you're choosing to spend your time sleeping in and spending some more hours, you know, at night doing something like this, I feel like it's totally feasible if that works for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, are there anything like at night? Um, that you want to share that you do or that you would like to do? Well, I don't feel like we have, I mean, we have our own little routine with the family and kind of getting all the bathing it is done. kind and, of tough. Yeah. With the kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like when we were, you know, together, just us nighttime routine is easier, but I, I I'm biased towards the morning because I feel like, once you are up, you do have an abundance of energy. Yeah. Whereas in the nighttime, unless you're like Kobe Bryant, who <laughs> used to sleep like he would do like four hour windows, he would sleep. He would oh, sleep like no four way. hours and then get up and then four hours and then get up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So like unless you're like him, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you'll have a ton of energy at night. Um, I don't know. I, I always had trouble making the right decisions at night because it's like <laughs> i don't want to go to the gym you're like I've mentally been exhausted. All day. Yeah. yeah so that that was always you know something a little bit more challenging um to establish but now we i mean we with the kids we get them ready for bed um we like to chill and watch a couple you know yeah so shows. they're in bed by pretty much eight they're out usually by 8 to 8.15. Yeah. Finally and now getting them back on, you know, the hour change. Exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, and then we like to watch a show. Yeah. And then, yeah, pretty much go to sleep. And um, one thing I'd like to start doing, because, you know, I use my mornings to, you know, it's more of like a meditative thing. Like, right. I, I'm not organizing. I'm not planning. Yeah. I'm not really planning like a calendar. I'm not like that side of me. Um, I'm not using. I'm using the side of me that's more like flowy and, you know. So I would like to incorporate more of that side where I am organized. I have my priorities. Yeah. Like get shit done. Yeah. Um. Because I, I have to find that time during the day, and that's difficult <laughs> course, to do. amongst everything else. Right. So I did order myself a priority planner, and nice. I'm hoping it's in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I She's will been let, running to the mailbox every day, I will guys. let you guys know, yeah, um, how that goes. But I'm excited about it because I feel like this would just be something quick. Like, it's not going to be a whole meditation thing. It's literally yeah. something that I can open up before bed write in my priorities or whatever it is, like check it off so that I know going into the next day what it is that I want to accomplish. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I'm, I've always had a problem. Like I, I stay organized enough to, you know, be successful, but I've always had a problem planning ahead and, and getting 
like what you just said, having everything done the night before, it would be so helpful. Um, I've had stints where I do that and I'm always yeah. like, oh, this is great. <laughs> but then, yeah. What I, do you think it is that like, kind of I think it's, off? I think it's that, like I mentioned earlier, the, the lack of willpower at night. Well, I rather, you know, kind of wind down and watch a show or wind down and text with friends or, you know, right, like right, right, right. It, it's just the lack of willpower. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> but I get by. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that's going to put a, a nice little tight bow on this episode. And um, we're happy to be back. So happy to be back. I'm feeling good. I honestly felt a little rusty in the beginning of the show. Yeah, it showed. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, of course. But, but no, I'm feeling good. Yeah. And I'm so glad to get back in. As always, we... We're happy you guys are back too. And yes, thank you. Don't let that hour change throw you off. You know, if you were thinking about not sharing this with your friends <laughs> because of the time change, I challenge you to share it with friends. Share it. <laughs> yes. Let's grow this, guys. Let's share, like, subscribe so that you know when our episode is coming out. Yes. Every week. Yeah. And if you guys don't follow our, our podcast page, it's at the Borges podcast we actually sorry to tell you guys but you missed an episode if you're not following us on there we did an instagram live um, our first one ever last week and it was fun and we kind of talked a little bit about um, some of the things we talked about on this episode but uh, it was it was really fun and if you guys have a moment go follow us on that page and check it out yeah